Welcome everybody to the first edition of Dimensions in quite a long time. So I want to welcome you back. I'm Jantony Gilbert and I'm so glad that you have tuned in. Listen, I've got a whole lot to share with you today and I can't wait to get in on some of this because there's been a whole lot going on in the world. If you haven't taken a look around lately, take a look at your phone or someone else's phone. I'm sure you saw that SOS thing. We're going to get into that in just a minute here. Uh, but before I go any further, I want you to take a minute, like, subscribe, share, follow, not only my page on Facebook, J. Tiffany Gilbert, but also go to the Another Level Ministries page and also our Dimensions page. And if you're a pro-lifer, we've got all sorts of pages, y'all, because we're doing a lot of different things. Go to our Voices for the Unborn. Uh, I got some things to share with you on that as well that I'm excited about because this is a brand new year. There's new things happening and I'm so glad that you tuned in. Now, listen, I need you to let somebody know that we're on and we're going to be coming to you more than ever before because there's a lot of things happening that God's been speaking to me about prophetically that I want to minister to you on today. And this whole thing that's been going on with the phone, the SOS thing, I got a prophetic insight for that that I think you're going to be blessed by that I want to share with you as well. But listen, take a minute, like, subscribe, share, follow, all that good stuff. Go to our YouTube page as well, Another Level Ministries. Check that out. And listen, we are going to have a time today. And I want to get in on some of this because I think there's a lot happening. And I think you need to be aware of what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And I'm sure if anybody, if you've been around for uh, any amount of time today on the news or on Facebook or anything, you saw the whole SOS piece. You know, I believe that we're in a day and an hour that God is really doing something brand new in the earth. And I want to share something because there's a story uh, about Joseph. And we all know the story of Joseph. And when things were happening in the world, what's, watch this. This is what's amazing. And I want you to catch this. When things are happening in the world, he doesn't speak to the world. The world becomes the mirror of what God wants us to see or becomes the life played out picture of what God wants to us to see. And this is important because I want you to understand this in the middle of everything that's going on. Don't you dare be afraid. Don't you be worried. Don't you be concerned. Don't you be worried about what's happening out there in the world because God's got you covered. Let me just stop right there. Don't let any fear have you because God has got you everywhere. He's got you protected. He's got you covered. You're going to be all right. And the church is going to be okay. None of this is taking God by surprise, mind you. Not one bit of it. God is always several, 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 several steps ahead of Satan. Satan is coming up the rear and God already knows what Satan's next move is going to be. And he already knows what move you need to make in order to make it through these situations that we are facing today. But he that hath an ear, let him hear. And that's why you have privileged information, 007, for your eyes only. Yes, it's unveiled for you and for me. Why? So then we can see what needs to happen. Isn't it amazing on our cell phones, many people that had AT&T, now thanks be unto God, mine was not interrupted today. I don't believe it's a coincidence. And I believe that things like that, when they happen, hear me, they are signs for the church. They are signs for the world, but it needs the church's interpretation. Now, if you say, well, Pastor Jay, what's the church's interpretation? Well, I'm so glad that you asked, because the reality is, if you remember the story of Joseph before, remember when Pharaoh had the dream, and let me stop right there, actually, it was Pharaoh that had the dream, not the church. It was the elected governmental officials that had the dream. Pharaoh had the dream of, 
the seven lean cows and the seven fat cows. The seven fat cows were first. Actually, that was the first dream. Then another cow. Uh, then, then he had seven lean cows and a second dream that ate up the seven uh, fat cows. None of his advisors or anybody knew what to do. Nobody understood what's going to happen. Nobody could interpret it but the church. The Josephs or the Josephines of the world, the ladies that I'm talking to. Yes, I believe that women can preach and prophesy and do all the above. The Bible's full of examples of women that have ministered and have been a blessing. So anyways, I really believe we are in a moment, ladies and gentlemen, where things are happening. And could this be, now watch this, what we're getting ready to come into. Could this be the church's moment? Could this be the church's season? Could this be the time and the hour with all the cyber stuff that's happening? And we take a look at the election that's coming up and the situations that are going to come up. Could it be that in these moments, God is setting the church up to be the answer? Where the wealth of the wicked can be transferred over to the hands of the righteous? Is it possible that things are happening, ladies and gentlemen? And we have the inside privileged information directly from Jehovah God, Yahweh himself, downloaded right into our spirits so we know what to do. Now, listen, I need you to catch this. SOS comes up on the phone. My wife and I caught that. My wife said, man, SOS, that means something. Immediately, the Holy Spirit dropped it in my soul. SOS, save our ship. Listen, there are things happening in the world right now. Hear this preacher. I'm prophesying to you right now. It is a time of adjustments. It is a time when there are shifts being made. There are changes. And listen, things are going to pop up, whether it's in your bank account, whether it's in your email. We had some things that happened. We had a cyber attack in our church. We had a cyber, we had a, some natural attacks that happened. Every adjustment that we've had have, have, have had to have, had to make is happened because of unfortunate circumstances that were warnings. They were warnings. Are you hearing me? Right now, there are some of you watching that you've been getting warnings. God has been sending people down your path to warn you. You say, well, why is that? Because something is coming. The SOS on our cell phones. My good God, can it be any clearer? You need to protect yourself. You need to get ready. Save our ship. Well, well what did God use with Noah and Ark? God is giving you the warning so you can save your ship. God has given you the warnings in this season to be protected, to be covered. It could be things that you're coming across right now that you didn't even think of. It could be making sure your emails are taken care of and you've got cybersecurity in check. Maybe you're a pastor. You need to up some of your protection and your finances and make sure everything is just as the way it needs to be. Why? Because God knows what's going to happen and what's going to come. And he wants you and me to be protected. Oh, that's good right there, y'all. Listen. The things that are happening in this season, I said it about a year ago, that the next seven years will be critical. When things don't go right or unexpected pitfalls, let me say it a little bit different, unexpected potholes. I'm going to say it like that. Because a pothole, maybe you have a blowout of your tire. Okay, you got to repair your tire. Man, I hate that. Yada, yada, yada. You got to make the reparations and then move on. Well, it's better than a pitfall where you drive the car off the cliff. Those, hear me prophesy right now, those that do not take heed to the potholes will experience the pitfalls. They're going to fall off the cliff down the line, but God is allowing certain things to happen for this reason. He wants you to make adjustments. He's in the business of saving your ship in this season. When all this stuff began to happen, 
I began to think about COVID and the ways that we weren't prepared. How I want to be prepared now. Now, listen, I'm not a guy that moves in fear, but I do believe you should be prudent. You might want to have some cash on hand in your house. You want to make sure that you've got some uh, non-perishables, maybe investing into a generator, things along that line. You say, why would you do all of that? Just in case. Now, can God protect you? Of course. If anybody knows, I live by faith. That's how I've lived my whole life. Everything I've done is live by faith. But I do believe there are times when God warns like he did Joseph. Man, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited. I got so much to share with you. Now, listen, subscribe, share, like, follow. I'm telling you what I'm going to be sharing with you is going to bless you. It's going to bless others as well because you don't need to fear. You just need to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this time, in this season, and in this moment. Now, watch this. Things happened in the economic world. Things happened in dreams for Pharaoh, Egypt, but it was the church. Now, my good God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. It was during the dreams of Pharaoh. It was Pharaoh's dreams and what was happening in his situation that promoted and opened the doors. Jesus, help me. It is in a time when Pharaoh starts having dreams. Watch this. The year of 24, the year of the open door. I believe that, but it's not open the way that people are saying it. It's not an open door to go into something. It's also an open door to come out. God is opening the doors. Watch this. He open, He's opening the heavens. Pharaoh is beginning to dream, but it's because the doors of opportunity, my good God, the doors of opportunity have swung open. You're about to come out of the prison that you've been in. You're about to come out of the struggle that you've been in because of the dreams that have been opened up in the heavens. God is releasing the Josephs, and it was because of the dreams of the pharaohs, the people that weren't even saved and did not even honor or recognize God, that it opened the doors for the Josephs of the world, and it promoted the Josephs into the destiny and the call and the future and the plan that God has for their life. I'm telling you right now, this is the season that things are happening in the world and they're going to continue to keep happening, but it is providing an opportunity for the church to be promoted, for the church to take its place, for the wealth of the wicked to be transferred into the hands of the righteous. It is an opportunity in this moment, y'all. We are stepping into a moment. You are stepping into a season. Good God almighty where God's about to do something supernatural in and through your life. So I need you to get prepared for it because something is happening. I'm telling you right now, as more and more of these things happen, even the stuff that happened with Verizon, I'm not saying definitely exactly what it was. I don't know, but it's going to be hard for me to believe that it's just a coincidence. And I believe anything that does happen. If they say, well, it's only this or it's only that. No, 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 no. No, God's preparing his people. And if you have an ear to hear, you need to prepare you need to start putting some non-perishables away. Get yourself some water. Get yourself some water filters. Start putting some cash along the side. For what? People say, why is that? I'm just telling you, these are just things that you can be prepared for just in case of the unexpected. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean you're a person that's lack of faith. So because Joseph prepared for seven years, did that make him a man less of faith? No, it made him a man more of faith because God said, start getting prepared. So what am I saying to you? As things continue to unfold, God is preparing his church. He's preparing his people for what is coming. He's preparing you for what is coming in this next season and moment. This is the time where the sons of Issachar, the spirit of the sons of Issachar must arise. This is the time, season, and moment that God is allowing the sons of Issachar to be discerning of the season, to understand what the children of Israel 
ought to do, what the church ought to do in this moment. Hallelujah. You need to get prepared. I need to get prepared. How do I get prepared, Pastor Jay? Of course, take heed to what you're hearing. But what is the spirit of the Lord saying to you, Noah? Build me an ark. Well, go build it. 120 years, uh, Noah built the ark. But he heard and he moved in faith. He did what the spirit of the Lord said. Some people are going to be governed by fear. I can't, can't determine that. Whether you operate according to fear or faith, it determines based upon what Lord you really submit your life to. Fear deals, deals in the arena of the imagination. Faith deals in the arena of the imagination. Who governs the spirit of fear? Satan. Who governs the spirit of faith? The Lord. Both of them deal in the unseen realm. And whatever you give that power, it will create in the natural world. Fear and faith are both going across the airwaves in this moment. Not a, this little airwave, but I mean across the air everywhere in the world. They're always out there. Just no matter which one you're going to pull from, which one will you submit to? Why? Watch this. Fear has instruction. So does faith. Whichever one you follow, you create. Oh, that's good. Fear has instruction. So does faith. And whichever one you listen to and you heed to, you create. They both have the power to take out of the invisible realm and put them into the natural realm. You got to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. There's ever been a time you need to be praying. It's now. Why? You want to see it through the lens of our Father. You want to see it through the lens of Jesus Christ. Everything that happens. Why? Because God is always many steps ahead. He knew what was going to happen with these cell phones. And God began to speak and said, tell my people. It's, it's a season of warnings, a season of preparation. It's a season of just like it was with Joseph when seven years, he said, put 20% away. That was Joseph's instruction for what was coming. The lean years are coming. The attacks are coming. He's preparing his church to rise above. He's preparing the Noahs that will take heed, move with fear, as it says in Hebrews chapter 11, build an ark, and it's going to begin to rain. And at that time, it'll be too late to build the ark. But if you have built your hope on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness, you don't have to worry about anything that's going to come. You and your family will be sealed. Hallelujah. That's what separates the world from the believer. Oh, everybody. Oh, Lord. The, the, I hope I have time to go into all this, but this whole thing about he gets us. Let me tell you something. He don't. He don't get us. Not the way those commercials are portraying. Let me tell you something. There are two gospels that are going across the world right now. There is the gospel, according to the B-I-B-L-E, that's the book for me, I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. And there is also another gospel out there where he gets us, almost as saying, Jesus understands how we live in our sin and in the things that we do. That church over there that preaches another Jesus, that ain't the one we're talking about. Well, that Jesus you're talking about is a lowercase j that is birthed out of hell by Satan. He may get you, yeah, uh-huh, but Jesus, the one that died on the cross, that resurrected three days later, that death and hell could not hold bound, that Jesus, no, 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 he doesn't get us. And Jesus never washed the feet of the unbeliever. He only washed the feet of his disciples. I don't have time to go into all that, but I'm telling you, there's two gospels and a lot of people saying, oh, this is the Jesus. He understands. No, no, no. We are in a season where the Elijahs are coming forth. The Elijahs are going to come forth. The 400 prophets of Baal are saying, you know what? Hey, you know, we, we're going to cut ourselves. We're going to do all this stuff, but he's not going to answer by fire. But there are a few good men. Hallelujah. 
There are a few Elijahs out there. And I believe I'm looking at some, or actually you're looking at me right now in this moment. If you're listening to me, if it's a podcast, you're listening to me right now because you're called to be an Elijah. And the time is coming that as the church begins to prepare, it is going to determine who's with God and who's not. How do I determine that? Because when the rain hits and the storms come, if you've built your life the way Jesus called you to build it, you will stand. And you'll be able to make it through these situations and stuff that's coming up. But see, that's the reason why I think these moments that I'm talking about right now are critical. They're so important, ladies and gentlemen. My good God. Better make sure you got a good preacher. Make sure you have a man or woman of God that hears from God. Make sure that you're hearing from God and doing what the Spirit of the Lord tells you. Because that is the only thing that will save you in this season. Is your true relationship with Jesus Christ. Because the instructions that he gives will not fail you. Now, let me go back here for a moment. Story of Joseph and Egypt. God gave him seven years to begin to prepare for what was coming. I believe we're in a season that there's not much time left. I believe seven years last year, I believe by 2030, you need to be prepared and know what you need to do and what God has called you to do uh, in this season, in this time, and in this moment. Now, listen, I'm going to say it again. Like, subscribe, share, follow our Dimensions Facebook page, Another Level Ministries, mine, J. Tiffany Gilbert. Go to our YouTube page. i got a whole lot more. Listen, I'm going to be bringing stuff all the time consistently. I'm going to be coming to you soon with exact specific time. But right now, I'm going to be coming to you as the Lord leads me. I just felt the Lord said, it's time to get on today. And I want you to start sharing with my people the things I'm showing you. And that's why we're talking about Joseph today. We're taking a minute to, to understand his life. Pharaoh had dreams. Things were happening in the world that people that were in preparation, that were actually captives, were the ones God was getting ready to promote. Oh, my good God. Now, can I give this to you for a minute? Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm getting some powerful revelation right now that I didn't even prepare. If you notice something, there was seven years of famine. Then there was, I'm sorry, seven years of plenty. Then there was seven years of famine. The next thing we take a look at, we start crossing over into Exodus. The Bible says, there arose a new Pharaoh that did not know Joseph and brought all of e, I'm sorry of uh, the children of Israel into captivity. Now watch this. I want you to catch this. I believe we are coming into the final days before Christ is going to return. I don't know how long that's going to be. I'm just telling you it's a season. There were seven years of, of plenty, seven years of famine. Well, there's going to be seven years in the tribulation years. And it said, then there arose a new Pharaoh that didn't know Joseph and brought him all into captivity. Kind of if you read in Daniel chapter 7, chapter 7, chapter 8, chapter 9, a lot of scriptures in regards to Matthew 24 about uh, what's going to happen uh, with the Antichrist when he comes. This is the, I believe, the last push. We are in a season where the harvest is getting ready to come in. The Elijahs are coming up. God is preparing his bride to have seven years of the marriage supper of the Lamb. God is preparing the bride. I'm sorry, uh, Satan is preparing his bride for the Antichrist that are people that are going to serve and worship him that are going to take the mark and there's going to be a showdown. Then God's bride is going to meet up with Satan's bride in Armageddon and we are going to see a collision of the ages and guess what's going to happen? Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign and we are going to rule and reign with him for a thousand years on this planet. And I don't have time to get into eschatology, but I want you to understand something. God's preparing his people. He's preparing the Noah's. We're going to be leaving out of here, y'all. And even if it gets bad while we're here, I'm going to be in my ark. You're going to be in your ark too. God is preparing you in this season. So let me say this. 
if things aren't going well, there's going to be things with your children. There's going to be things with the internet. There's going to be things that should or shouldn't go on in your home. Your adherence to the spirit of the Lord is going to determine the grace you operate in in the days to come. And people say, well, what is that? Because there's stuff coming and those that take heed, Matthew chapter seven, the Bible says, matter of fact, let's take a minute. We got a little bit of time here. Let's go there real quickly. I, I, want, I, want, you to, I want you to take a peek at this. Matthew chapter seven, as time goes on, I'm going to have people on here working this stuff with me so they can bring the scriptures up right for you. But uh, we're, we're going to get there. I'm coming, y'all. Trust me. I believe God's given me a word to share for such a time as this. And I, wa I want you to catch this though. Verse number 24. This is where we are, Matthew 7, verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, whosoever hears, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house upon the rock, and the rains descended, number one. The floods came, Noah, number two. The winds blew, number three. It beat upon the house, four. And it did not fall, five. For it was founded on the rock. How do I determine who's founded on the rock and who isn't? I'm going to show you this. Verse 26, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine does not do them. Will be like a foolish man who builds house on the sand. Look at this. Rains descended, one. Floods came, two. Winds blew, three. Beat upon the house, four. Five, it fell. And great was the fall, six. And so you take a look at this here. They did not hear. They had the same storm. Now watch this. They had the same word. One obeyed God, one didn't. Well, why is God doing it? We're going to find out who's really his and who ain't. That's what we, is you, I met back in the day, was it Tom and Jerry? Some of y'all may not even remember that back in the day. <laughs> he said, is you or is you ain't my baby? He would play that song to her, the little girl, the, the girl cat, uh, Tom's girlfriend. I don't even know if she had a name or not, but he, he had that there and he would sing to her, is you or is you ain't my baby? And that's what God wants to know in this season. Is you or is you ain't my baby in this season? Which one, who belongs to God? Because everybody's claiming they know the Lord. Everybody's saying they're, they're with him. Everybody's saying they're saved. One person saying he gets us, other people saying he doesn't. Who, who does he got? He's about to show. Mm. That's why we got to preach the gospel. That's why we got to tell people. That's why we got to prepare. That's the reason why this isn't the time to play church. This isn't the time to be messing around. This isn't the time not to be in church. This is the time, Noah, to be building your ark, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Get your finances in order. Get out of debt. Do all the things that you need to do to get prepared for the storm that's coming. This is what I'm saying. When things don't go right, when things go wrong in this season, don't be discouraged. It's a warning. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is important. The potholes that you're experiencing in this season, I have a blowout in your tire. Got to spend a couple hundred dollars, $300, whatever it might be. Go get a new tire put on. You say, why is that? Because God's showing you some different things that are coming. So you start making adjustments. This road is bad. I need to get off this road. Not understanding there's a pitfall that's coming down the line. People, watch this, that don't adjust for the potholes are going to become casualties of the pitfalls. My God, people that don't adjust for the potholes are going to become casualties of the pitfalls. You're going to drive your car right off the cliff. This is a season of adjustments. Things are not going wrong because God is angry. It's how you see it. Are you hearing what the Spirit of the Lord is saying? We've had some things happen in our church. 
We had a cyber attack. We had some unfortunate circumstances happen with some men that came into our church. We had to adjust some things with our security. We had some financial areas that we had to adjust and we had to tweak. And people said, well, why is God doing all that? And the Lord spoke. We said, Jay, I'm not mad. It's not because you did something wrong. There's stuff coming. I need you to be prepared for. I need you to be prepared for. I need you to get ready. Man, look at uh, Joseph had this dream and Pharaoh was terrible. He couldn't even sleep. But Joseph had the interpretation. When things are going wrong in the world, we need those men and women of God, like Joseph that possessed the spirit of the sons of Issachar, that could discern the times and the seasons. See, okay, there's going to be seven lean cows, seven fat cows. The seven lean cows are going to eat up the seven fat cows. What do I need to do? He said, I want you to prepare. Watch this. Put 20% away for the next seven years, and that'll get you through the famine. Well, what do we need to do? We need to determine what is God telling us with these things that are happening. And I'm telling you right now, he's speaking to us. I believe with all my heart. People, people may get on me about this. I really don't care. Save your email. Save all that. I, I, I'm, I'm going to follow what God told me to do. I believe we're in a season that we need to store up non-perishables. I think we should. We should have learned that from 2020. People say, well, why did that happen? Now I know. There are certain things you might want to have on hand. Is that fear? No, it's called prudence. Are you going to tell me that Joseph was not prudent and didn't move in faith because, well, he didn't want to store up? No, he was obedient. You got to determine what God's telling you to do. You got to determine it. Maybe God's not going to have you do that. I'm not saying it's for everybody. You just got to, you're only responsible for what God tells you. You just need to know what he's saying. You can't follow every other man. And what is, who does, who do men say that I am? Some say that are Jeremiah. Some say that are one of the prophets. Some say you're this, some say you're that. But he said, who do you say that I am? Do you understand? It's your revelation of Jesus Christ that gives you access. Mm. It's what you, I love it. Cause he said, Peter, who do you say that I am? Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. Peter said a mouthful that day. If you hadn't noticed, he said a mouthful of some other, he had a mouthful of, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes later, we just said he had a mouthful that day. He spoke and the spirit of the Lord, look what happened. Jesus said some powerful things to him. That's why I want you to catch this. This is the season that God is getting. When God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, just thank God right now for what he's sharing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the year of the open door, it's open because watch this. When you get there, it may be shut. Watch this, watch this, watch this. But it's the season of revelation. And when Peter caught the revelation that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, what did Jesus say to him? Thy name shall no longer be called Simon, but thy name shall be called Peter. Because when you operate according to who you are in Christ, there is an inheritance mm, that comes your way. And what did he say? And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell and the gates of hell and the gates of hell. Gates don't keep people in. They keep people out. They can in essence, but the purpose is to keep people out. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Why? And I will give unto you the keys to the kingdom. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so what happened? When you get the keys, you can open the doors. You can open the gates. And this is how, listen, this is how you're going to get it. In this season when things happen, as you make adjustments, as the Spirit of the Lord speaks to your heart and you move in obedience, it will bring all of heaven and earth into agreement into your world. You will begin to see the power of God open up. You will begin to see favor begin to move. You'll begin to see ways made out of no way. You're going to see opportunities coming down your path. You're going to see all sorts of stuff happening. Why? You have the keys. Keys mean simply this, access granted. 
Woo-hoo. My God. Somebody needs to type hallelujah, amen, thank you, Jesus in there. Because I'm telling you right now, the things I'm sharing to you are going to help a lot of people in this season. I really believe that. God is giving you the keys for access. The dream opened the door, but it was the revelation that gave him access. It was the revelation of what was going on in the world that not only gave Joseph access, but it promoted him. Do you understand that you have been prepared for such a time as this, Esther? You haven't seen your best or blessed days yet. You're getting ready to come into it. You and I are getting ready to come into our best days. We haven't seen anything yet. And the doors that are going to open are going to be based upon the revelatory keys that God gives you that is going to give you access. It's going to give you authority. It's going to give you favor. Why? Because you're called to build something in this season because Jesus Christ is coming back very, very soon. My good God, this is what needs to happen in this time season a moment. And I want to encourage you to make sure you're listening to what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Don't be discouraged because things don't go wrong. It's a time of adjustments. It's a time, why? You're making tweaks. You're figuring out what works, what doesn't work. God is exposing some things that the adversary eventually is going to attack. Uh, let's go back here to Matthew 7. What did it say? The rains came. The rains ascended. The floods came. The winds blew. It beat on the house and it didn't fall. It's founded upon the rock. Why? He heard and he did. She heard and she did. What is God telling you to do in this season? He's preparing you. He's preparing his bride. He's preparing his church. And then guess what's going to happen? The rains are going to come. The houses that stand are going to be the ones that are with the true and mighty God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? My good Lord. He's preparing us in this season. He's preparing his church. Pastors that may be watching. Maybe you're on a board. Maybe you're a leader inside of your church. And some things may start going wrong or God starts exposing different things that need to be edified. Don't be discouraged. Say, God, thank you. Come on, just thank God right now for the, the potholes that are that he has allowed that's creating adjustments so you can avoid the pitfalls that are coming. It almost reminds me of the passage of scripture where the Bible talks about how you can either fall upon the rock or the rock can fall on you. If you fall upon the rock, you'll be broken, the Bible says. But if, you, if the rock falls on you, you'll be crushed into powder. Sometimes you need to thank God that he allowed you to trip so then you don't get crushed. <laughs> you know, there's a different, if I trip over something, I might break something. Okay. I can recover. But if that boulder falls on me, a lot harder to recover from that one there. Sometimes you never do. You won't be able to make it out of that situation. So I want to encourage you in this moment, just to be excited about what God is doing. And when I look at what happened today with the cell phones and the SOS, we're in a season that God is saying, if you see it the right way, I'm saving your ship. Everybody that's going on right now, everybody that had the phone, I'm getting all sorts of text messages. People saying they can't text, they can't email. What's God saying? I thought about this. Maybe it's good to go back to have a landline just in case phones go down. God wants to talk to us, ladies and gentlemen. My good God. Hallelujah. Listen, go with me, if you would, to the book of First Kings. I believe it's First Kings. Let me check it real quick. Uh, yeah, First Kings. Now, I want you to see this. Oh, this is so good. I am so glad I'm saved. If you're watching right now, I just want you to type in there. I'm so glad I'm saved. Come on, just type it in there right now. I am so glad I'm saved. Why? You are blessed with privileged information. Father, we just thank you right now. 
for the information you're giving us, for the things you're showing us, the adjustments we're making, that we are saved. And, the, and I thank you for every person that's watching right now. They are saved in the name of Jesus. They are graced. They will hear. They will respond. And they will obey in the name of Jesus. Wow. Man, I, we just need to thank God for this. We're going to be all right, y'all. We gonna, you're going to be okay. All you got to do is just respond and obey. First Kings 17. We all know this passage of scripture, but I want to show you where we are. There are three people I want to hit on before I get out of here. And the first one is Joseph. When all the dreams happened, God gave his people the interpretation of what needed to be done and it promoted them. We're in that season. Mark my words. So get ready for stuff to happen that you're going to have the answers to, which is going to be the keys, the revelatory keys that God has reserved just for you. Isn't it amazing? No one else. 400 prophets of Baal. Only one man can call down fire. You're that one man. You're that one woman. That's going to have that ability. It's going to set you apart. Elijah prophesies about the drought, which I'm about to read here in a minute. But also, remember, Isaac lived in a famine. And what happened? When the famine hit, he said, I'm going to go down to Egypt. He said, no, don't go down to Egypt. Go down to Gerar, I believe it was. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I believe it was Gerar. He said, go down the land that I'm going to show you. And the Bible says he prospered there. And God began to speak to him about sowing in the time of the famine. Now, listen, it may not be sowing. It could be starting a business. It could be anything. I don't know what God's, but I'm telling you. Follow what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. You're building something for the storm that's coming. God's been speaking some things to me that are coming up as well. There's some, I'm going to be sharing them soon. There's some things that God's put upon my spirit that he wants me to believe him for. Why? I'm building. I don't even, you may not even know why you're building what you're building, but you're going to be all right if you'll do what the Lord tells you. Joseph had it. Isaac had it. Elijah had it. First Kings 17. Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Iliad, said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel is, for whom I stand, there will not be dew nor rain these years except in my word. So therefore, now the heavens are shut. They're shut. Shut down. No rain. You know what that means? No matter what you sow, no matter what you do, nothing's going to happen. Verse 2 happens, though. I love this. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, we are in that season. Something's coming. But the word of the Lord coming to you. What caused Peter? Mm, one of the differences between Peter and Judas is Peter had a revelation. They both went through times of deception. They went through a time where they were both led astray. That when I say deception, as far as like Peter was deceived to the point where he wanted to renounce God and he rebelled against it. And he was walking in deception at the time. He's like, oh, I don't want to be anywhere near this guy. He's deceived. Judas deceived. But what kept Peter that didn't keep Judas? He had a revelation. He had a key. And what's going to keep you in the season? It's the key you have. Could it be that Judas, now I'm reading into this. Could it be that Judas avoided um, a revelation that God gave him? Could it be that he had an opportunity to make an adjustment? He didn't make it. Could it be what happened? Jesus loves everybody. So I'm sure he had opportunities. I know he had opportunities, but he didn't make it. Why is that? So Peter had a revelation. And he said, the gates of hell won't prevail. And the Bible said that because he had a revelation, because revelations only come to sons and daughters, they don't come to the unbeliever. Hope you know that. So it proves that you're a son. When you have revelation, it proves that you are a son. You've been given privileged information that'll keep you in the time of the storm. He got that revelation and stole the place. He's the only disciple out of all of them that said, Peter, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to sift you as we, but I prayed for you that your faith wouldn't fail. And then when thou art converted, go and strengthen your brethren. Listen. The reality is it was the revelation that Peter had that kept him in the middle of the storm. And that's what God's given to you right now in this moment. Okay, now let's take a look at this. 
Then the word of the Lord came to him, get away from here, turn eastward, hide by the brook Cherith, which flows, and it'll be that uh, you shall drink from the brook, and I've commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The raven brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook, and it happened after a while that the brook dried up. Because there had never been no rain in the land. So God showed him where to get his resources from. He obeyed it. He followed it. And as a result, he was blessed. But look at what happened here in verse 7. The word of the Lord, uh, 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 the brook dried up, and then there had been no rain in the land. Then verse 8, then the word of the Lord came to him again. Listen, we are in a season where the word of the Lord is coming to his people. It's coming to you. It's coming to me. Our obedience and application of what we've heard, our application of the keys of revelation that are coming in this season is going to determine how well we are sustained against the things that are coming. And I just want to encourage you today, all three of them, Isaac, there was a famine in the land. And guess what happened? God showed him what to do. Listen, please hear me. We are in a season of adjustments. We are in a season where when things don't work out or things pop up, don't be discouraged. The Bible says he chastens those that he loves. He wants you to make some adjustments and some, he wants you to tweak some things because there's stuff that's coming that if you don't adjust from the potholes, you'll fall casualty to the pitfalls. All right. So he's making, he's having you make adjustments so then you can tweak what you need to tweak and get to where it is that God's called you to be. So I'm real excited about this. And I believe that if we apply these things, we are going to be blessed. SOS on your phone, it's all good. Save our ship, Lord. That's what we're saying. God, there's stuff coming. Save our ship. God, show me what to do. Show me how to build the ark. Show me what's coming. These things are happening. Why? Why are they happening now? Why are these things taking place? The eclipse that's getting ready to come up. I'll talk about that later on. Not today, but later on down the line. Why is that getting ready to happen? The election year is coming up. What's happening? There's been warnings of all these cyber attacks. Our church fell victim to it. Guess what we had to do? We made some adjustments. Do I believe God's grace is going to give us what we need? Of course. Of course he will. We're not in this thing because we're doing something wrong. Things aren't happening right now because there's something wrong. Save our ship, Lord. SOS. Save our ship. Why did all this stuff break down? What's happening? We need to change some things. All these years. All these years. Having cell phones. And it's just a coincidence that today, all over America, phones are shut down. What's God telling you to do? I, I thought about it. I said, man, maybe we need to get a landline just in case. So guess what we're going to do? We're going to go get a landline. Maybe we'll use it. Maybe we won't. But I just felt led of the Lord. I'm going to put that in place. Why? My phone goes down. Well, I want to be able to get a hold of my wife. Or my wife need, we, what if we ought to make a phone call? What if there's a fire at your house? Make an adjustment. When these things happen, make adjustments. There's no telling what's coming. Financial stuff. Have some money on hand that you can get to at any moment. Even non-perishables. He's like, oh man, that's crazy. Joseph did it. Was he crazy? Because he put food aside? Was Noah crazy because he built an ark about a storm that was possibly coming? It's only crazy to those, watch this, that don't have your reality. It's only crazy to those that haven't heard what you heard. It wasn't crazy to Noah. Noah knew what he heard. He knew what God spoke to him. He knew what he needed to do in that moment. And Noah, I want to encourage you, build. I want to encourage you to build. Josephine, come on out. Go ahead and strategize how to make through these next 14 years, the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. Joseph, strategize. Do what you do. Oh, that's crazy. Listen, all my life, Joseph was saying, I was in the, I had a dream when I was a little boy 
And I had it, and my dad gave me a coat of many colors. I was put into the pit. I was put into Potiphar's house. I blessed that house and made it the best it's ever been because of the spirit of the Lord. I was in the prison. That became the best prison in the block because of the spirit of the Lord. Now I'm here. I've been prepared for this. Now I'm in the palace. And guess what? God's going to bless that and make it the best as well. Matter of fact, when God so or, or God was so favorous upon uh, uh, Joseph that Pharaoh came to him and said, anything that Joseph tells you to do, just go to him. He said, people came to him in the middle. He said, just go to Joseph. Why? The word of the Lord was in him. This, is this all? What we're doing right now, is it preparing the church? Is the church about to take a place that has never taken before? And God has equipped his people to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I believe we are. We're coming into that moment, ladies and gentlemen, that it's going to blow our minds of what God is getting ready to do. So I just want to encourage you right now that you would just be edified, encouraged, comforted, blessed because God's hand is mighty upon your life. Be careful of what you're seeing in the news and the media, but listen, get in church, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this real quickly. I'm sure I'm doing a pastor's a bunch of favors here. If you're not in church on Wednesdays, your midweek service, you need to be there. If you're not there on the weekend, schedule it, be there. Make God a priority. Now, if you're not a tither, start tithing, make God a priority. If you're not doing communion in your home, why not do communion? Said as often as you do it, not just in church, do it at home. Kids are sick, start taking communion. Wherever you are, start making adjustments because God is ready to bless your life. Take heed to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Ask him, Lord, speak to me about these things that are happening. All these craziest things that are coming up. All the cyber I know one person lost $117,000 less than a week ago. $117,000. $117,000. And y'all hear what I'm saying? It's a lot of money. Why does this happen, God? Why is this happening? He wants to talk to you. Things that ain't going right right now. He wants to talk to you. It's a season of adjustments. So you can tweak, make an adjustment, and you'll be saved in your latter years. Hallelujah. Listen, I hope that you've been blessed. I'm about to get out of here. Uh, I got a whole lot more that I'm going to be bringing to y'all. Uh, I got a whole lot more that I want to share. Uh, I'm just going to give you a little bit today. I want you to like, subscribe, follow, share. Go to J. Tiffany Gilbert. Please like, follow, share. I got all sorts of stuff. Our church is putting out at least two posts a day, just things to encourage you, clips from worship, whatever else that it is. We've got a whole lot more that we're going to be bringing your way. Go to Dimensions on Facebook, Another Level Ministries on Facebook, Another Level Ministries on YouTube. And listen, if you're a pro-lifer, standing for life, our show's coming up in March. We're going to be going there at least monthly now. That's what we found out. If not more, we're trying to get more. We're going to see what happens. But at least monthly, we're going to be bringing to you. We just saved another baby. Hallelujah. Just uh, the last couple of days. And if you go to Facebook on our uh, Voice for the Unborn account, you'll be able to keep up with all the latest news and what we're doing. And we're saving babies at least weekly, if not more. It's been outstanding. So listen, we need you to be praying for that. We need to stand up for the unborn. And listen, if you're looking for a church, come visit us every Saturday night, 6 p.m. Hallelujah. 4555 McKnight Road. Right at the bottom of McKnight Road there. The Grace Life Church. We're there on Saturday nights, 6 p.m. Listen, come on out. Join us. If you can't join us, jump on here on Facebook, on YouTube, whatever it is. Go subscribe to YouTube. Don't wait now. Go get it. I got a whole lot more. I got things that are going to be encouraging you. Going to keep you lifted up. Keep you where it is that you need to be. So I'm excited, and I believe your best and blessed days are still yet to come. Can I pray for you? Father, I thank you for every person watching right now. I just ask that your blessing in your hand would be upon them. Thank you for this opportunity, this platform that we have, 
that Lord, we can take stuff like this, Father, and be able to share it with others. So, Lord, people can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And they can give their life to Jesus. And, you know, even right now, if you're watching right now and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I want to give you this opportunity just to welcome Jesus into your heart. You know, this is why I want you to like, subscribe, follow, and share, ladies and gentlemen, that the gospel can get out there. And I want you that are watching, if you don't know Jesus, just simply pray this prayer. Say, Dear Father in heaven, I thank you today for this opportunity to receive you as my Savior. I believe that you came, you died, you were buried, and rose again that I might have eternal life. Lord Jesus, my heart is open and I will live for you as you show me how. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, if you prayed that prayer, put it down there in the chat that I gave my life to Jesus. If you're looking for a church, email me, info at anotherlevel.church. Info at anotherlevel.church. Let me know. I would love to pray with you. We've got all sorts of stuff that we can give to you to help you along in your walk with Jesus Christ. That's what this is all about. And maybe you're watching right now. And you know, I don't know what's going on, but that preacher, I, something to me says what that preacher is saying is true because it is. Spirit of the Lord arresting your heart, giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Savior because he doesn't want you to fall victim, to become a casualty of the pitfalls. Maybe there's a pothole right now that's going to save you from the pitfalls that are to come. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed Dimensions. I love you all. Praying for you. Going to be coming to you again very, very soon. But until then, keep on going forward in Jesus' name and know that if God is for you, who can be against you? God bless you. And I'll see you next time right here on Dimensions.